Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and zero cases, so it's time to get on the beers. Beers, 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 get on the beers. All right, forget it. A martini, shaken the... No! Shocking. Hello and welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast that's back in the fucking studio. We're back from our space. <laughs> now you thought you found a podcast, but you just found this place. <laughs> I'm your host, Judy, and if you're joining us for the first time on Shaken Not Nerd, welcome aboard. And joining me on this week in the studio live with me, he's wearing his face mask, but on his ass, that's Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson. You can't hear me farting right now. <laughs> Yes. Uh, never mind. Go, how are you? <laughs> Good. Thank you. Um, protecting everyone with my mask on my ass. <laughs> and we've also got in the studio as well. He looks incredibly different, but you can't tell because we're on a podcast. That's Tom. Hello, happy to be here in this room. It's good. No, it is very good. Happy to be here, and also to be thank you to Ian's ass immediately for the first time that we record back. As it should be. It's been a while since we thought about his ass. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Everybody, it's take turns. It's been a Picture, long time. peachy, squishy. I, 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 I'm picturing. I'm picturing. Mm. Mm. Tweet. So oh, who needs a picture? It's right there. <laughs> who needs a picture on a podcast? No, no. <laughs> we'll put a photo up on our, on our Instagram. <laughs> or oh, navigate to Ian's OnlyFans account where you can yeah. see his, his new series. Yeah, can you make an OnlyFans? We've given you so many ideas on what you can I'm do. I'm very lazy. <laughs> Ian makes cereal. And it's you making cereal, <laughs> baby, just in an apron. You don't even have to reveal anything. You just need to put a mask over your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Set it up for him. <laughs> Again, very lazy. <laughs> so if we set it up for him, he'll make this content. We would have a photo of you in lingerie we could use. Like, that could be a No, we don't. <laughs> I told you to delete that. <laughs> I'm going to move along to the news before I get in trouble. Our first piece of news, we have the trailer for Passengers... Oh, wait, no, 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 no. The trailer for Interstellar... Uh, actually, no, sorry. It's the trailer for Midnight Sky. Same, same, but different. Uh, same, same, but same. Uh, yes, so this Sorry, is... Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is starring a George Clooney that is diverging to become Mel Gibson. Yep. Um, essentially, as I said before, Passengers or Interstellar... Yeah. Imagine that story. That's got, exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it's got Felicity Jones as well from uh, Rogue One, Star Wars, mm-hmm. as well as the Andrew Garfield second Spider-Man film. She was supposed to play Black Cat, but she didn't. She is also in uh, Theory of Everything, and mm-hmm. she's in uh, other things. <laughs> she was in the one where she played the lawyer that just died. What's her name? Nancy. Cartwright. No... Not Nancy Cartwright, who voiced <laughs> fucking Bart Simpson. Nancy Mc- McDowell. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Female, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, this movie looks. It's directed by Clooney as well. 
It is. I did notice that at the end of the credits. It's it's a Netflix film directed by Clooney. Did they just take the script from Interstellar and shove a giant red Netflix on top of it and go, ta-da, it's different now? I still haven't seen Interstellar. Interstellar's no. good. But it is good. you won't like it because you it's have Chris to Van think. Nolan. Oh, yeah, and that, yeah. It does also, at a certain point in the film, make you go, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Basically, that's what the dog thinks. Like I'll be honest. I thought that coming into the studios, I'd be able, able to get away from the dog bark. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what happens when you bring your dogs to the studio. <laughs> At least we're here with you, <laughs> my little doggies. Um, yeah. What? Well, there was some contact. That was what we were going to call the film. I'm like, I bet you this movie's good contact. And it's like the midnight sky. I'm like, contact would have been better. Contact's already a movie. You know what was this, the, right? What was the fucking thing that we were saying when we were watching, when we were watching the trailer? It was like, oh, we have to make Final Contact or something. Oh, it's going to be called something Final like Contact. First Contact? First Contact. Oh, okay. oh, I don't know. I don't know. When I think Contact, I don't actually think of space or aliens or anything. I think about, you know, that, like, pattern stuff that you used to put over your textbooks? Over your textbooks, yeah. Which one's mine? Oh, i got the Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man books are mine. Is that what it... Oh, because it's the, contact sheeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know, so I think of the movie rats. Contact with what's-her-face in it. No, yeah, I think of the contact sheet. <laughs> if you can't tell, the two that often know the names of actors and actresses are on today. <laughs> Come on, guys. Contact. Chick from Sons of the Lambs is in it. Jodie Foster. That's the one. <laughs> I wish I would. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> contact. Contact. Number nine. Is that yeah. contact? Matthew McConaughey is in it. <laughs> Yeah, number nine, a film called Contact was released in 1997. <laughs> uh, we have another trailer for number nine. We have the Stardust trailer, which, of course, is the David Bowie biopic More that is like coming out. David bullshit. This is it? fucking shit. <laughs> this is going to be bad. It doesn't look good. Like it, I said to you guys, yeah. this doesn't actually have any of David Bowie's music in it, apparently. It doesn't have any of his songs, so I don't know... If they're just not going to show him performing anything. But, like, you see in the trailer as well, like, he's got his guitar or he's on stage. And, like, you need to have clips or something to be, like, he is performing this song at this venue, which is a historic moment for him or something. And yeah. No. And also, like, as I said to both of you as well as we're watching the trailer, it seems like an indie film. It doesn't seem like a like a high production like a you know, Paramount or something like that are involved with this it was like FCGH or something some yeah. production studio that I've never heard of IFC or some fucking thing um, well I, I was actually just looking it up because I was curious to remember the main character's name mm. or the lead character so Johnny, Johnny Flynn who was in uh, who was in Emma oh he was that guy yeah he's in Emma, Emma? oh that was a movie that you guys went and saw yeah that yeah. was our mandate that was an experience <laughs> um, the uh Apparently, it's already got some ratings on here. So, IMDb, it's already at 4.6. So, I'm wondering whether that's come from some early reviews. Out of five? <laughs> no. I'm not surprised. I mean, the fact that the trailer doesn't have one of his songs is basically confirming that it is true that they don't have any of the songs, which is like, why go see it? Mm. If you're seeing a movie about a musician, you want to hear the songs. It doesn't really make any sense. Well, it's like saying, like, oh, yeah, I want to make a, a documentary about Guns N' Roses and use none of their songs. No, the music is actually provided by Rancid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like you're 100% correct. They don't have any Bowie songs. But, like... Because the family didn't support it. Then Exactly. But, like, if the so family's not going to support it, why it? make the film? It's yeah, like, exactly. You can't make it. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to make a movie about 
fucking the Rangers Apprentice, some shitty fucking book that we the three of us read in, in high school. But I loved that book in high school. I so you're on your own there. <laughs> Quality. I read it in a weekend. Even though it's yeah. an entire series, and I never read any of the others. <laughs> yeah, I picked up. I think I read the second. I read the first one over a weekend. Read the second one over six months. Opened the page at the third one. <laughs> and you liked that book? I liked the first one. And I got news. <laughs> That means you get. I fail to see how that has anything to do with my sexual preferences. <laughs> um, no, it, it seems like a like yeah. I'm going to do a, a movie on Lord of the Rings. Oh no, the Tolkien family, Tolkien family says no to it. Oh, we're not going to support. It. I'm going to do it anyway. It's like no, if you don't have the support of the person you're basing or creating your movie around, then just don't do it. You know what I mean? No, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't understand it, but. I'll probably actually watch it just because I'm curious to see how bad it actually is going to be. <laughs> and you are a Bowie fan? Um, ish. Like, ish. I wouldn't seek out his music, but I do enjoy it. David Bowman. But you like Labyrinth. <laughs> I haven't seen all of Labyrinth. And don't... Uh, isn't that... It was <laughs> our she, sexual she, awakening. She's going to be listening right now, and now I'm going to get... You're going to get a trouble. conversation <laughs> about the fact that I still haven't seen that film. I tried. I watched half. Everybody else turned it off. We'll go back and watch it. Did you at least see him with the dick bold? I think so. Oh, that's all you need to see. <laughs> that's the true Muppets <laughs> of that film. <laughs> Gross. Number eight. 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 I still feel like that's longer than it was. It's not. I haven't changed the time on it. I swears. The oh. time goes for... I haven't got it saved. I don't know. I've put it somewhere. Uh, uh, Too long. Uh, ten seconds. Yeah, that's, that's pretty long. That's the longest out of all of them. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> uh, the number eight piece of news, we have that Oscar Isaac is in talks to play Moon Knight in a Disney Plus series. So, Moon Knight for you playing at home... Duty. What's a <laughs> Moon Knight? I do have the notes. I'm actually kind of curious whether you know what it is. Uh, Moon Knight is a, of course, Marvel character. Wrong! <laughs> Wrong! He was made by Boom! Um, no, he is a Marvel character who has split personalities, but he's like, uh, you ever see that movie, Me, Myself and Irene? That, but a superhero. Mm. So, yeah. Um, there, there, There's a really cool uh, Doctor Strange book that I've read where Doctor Strange tries to recruit... Uh, anyone to sort of take on the devil and he goes to Moon Knight saying hey I need your help do you want to join in and he goes no better news for you yes because he's like just changed personality at the same time <laughs> yep I'll do it <laughs> so it's like bastard you pulled me in um, so yeah he's a character with split personalities and one of them is a, is a murderer I think and one of them is like incredibly fucking dangerous well he's original. he was originally introduced into Marvel uh, as a villain Ooh. So I think that's the whole thing. I think it's more of an anti, as you sort of said, more of an anti-hero sort of thing and does bad stuff as well. Um, but yeah, bang on with what you said, multiple personality. He is given moon powers by an Egyptian god idol. What's a moon power? Well, it just says moon-based <laughs> power. So he just goes down to the beach and goes, come in closer, <laughs> further, closer. You want to see this? What? Listen to the dogs. <laughs> These catchphrases tides out, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that, that's sort of his thing. So before that, he was an immersion, a, a mercenary, a US Marine, and a CIA agent. So he's got that sort of background to him. I'm imagining if you're looking at Oscar Isaac, 
you're probably going to get like a Poe Dameron eh. vibe, mm. I reckon. Eh. Well, I to- like the character of Poe Dameron. He's probably the only good rebellion resistance character in the new Star Wars films. But it's like, do something else with you with your range. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, don't just be Johnny Depp constantly doing Jack Sparrow. That's just me. Have you seen anything else that he's done? Yeah, he was Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. And he was a very different character in Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, he he flew an X-Wing and everything. Apparently, this, like, uh, marks... If he if it's true, mm. it marks, like, a uh, thing. That's, like, the most amount of characters played by an actor for Marvel or something. I don't know. Must I don't know. I don't know. I just read a clickbaity title, all right? You asked me to remember a clickbait title. I didn't click I mean, on Disney. Disney, Disney must, must be. Must oh, because he's, he's done voiceovers for Disney. He did. Oh no, he did the voice for Spider-Man 2099 in Into the Spider-Verse. That's not Disney. That's Sony. Oh, he did too. Mm. No, but then again, that's Marvel. So maybe your Marvel thing is originally correct. Yeah, yes. right. I know what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven piece of news. Sony is nearing the acquisition of US anime streaming service Crunchyroll. So Crunchyroll is one of the biggest anime streaming services on the planet. Um, and they are looking at buying it from AT&T for $950 million. That's a lot of money. That is a lot. That is a lot of money. Um, yeah, as, as we were briefly discussing before, I think it's a interesting time for another competitor to get into the streaming game because obviously Sony does own their own entertainment divisions which do movies and tele- television as well. Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> so I'm actually curious whether they would just keep to the anime or whether they're going to start actually trying to move their products into streaming You would services. assume so. I wonder if it'll be a thing where, like, because, of course, you know, Sony buys it. If, if you have PlayStation Plus or whatever it is and you get, you know, you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, they'll just be like, yeah, it's, you get Crunchyroll included in your subscription of PlayStation Plus. Sort of like how you get Game Pass with Xbox sort of thing. Mm. Maybe. I don't well, know. I was going to say, Sony got to do something because they should be scared of Game Pass. They should be very, very scared of Game Pass. They're making, they're making their own Game Pass, or their own version of Game Pass for PlayStation. It's like, oh, we're going to have Spider-Man, it's going to have God of War, it's going to have Horizon Zero Dawn and, and Uncharted. And I'm like, so you're only going to have your own titles. You're not going to have other publishers. Oh, uh, we'll have Batman, Arkham Knight. I'm like, so you're going to have a five-year-old game, but you're not going to have other publishers. It's, it's a weird thing. I'm not a Sony man. I, I don't like... I, completely off top topic mm. uh, but I reckon that the way that they're going with Game Pass and because they've already got the cloud based gaming, gaming stuff coming yeah. through mm. I reckon all of a sudden next gen or the gen afterwards it'll end up not even being hardware it'll be Xbox is just a subscription service and you have it hooked into your TV and you just play games off your TV do you reckon though? yeah because last time like Xbox I would be surprised tried to... if it does move that way I don't once know once the if... internet gets better yeah, yeah. Well, that's the problem Is I'm not sure if it's going to be even next gen, I don't even know if it's going to be ready for then. Because so, you're talking about what? How long's a gen? Like five years? Ten. Uh, ten yeah, years, five. Yeah, five ten. Yeah, in that mid range between the two. I think last gen was eight. 2012 to now, so eight years. Yeah. Oh, eight, I just yeah. pulled eight out of my ass. Nice. Uh, well, did you take? Did you move Ian's uh, face mask out of the way? <laughs> I caught it with it. Did you oh, just right. call my dick an eight? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I th- I, th- I think it'll be tough for them for that to be ready in eight years, but it's definitely the way things have moved because, like, Google tried to do it as well and it was, you know... The Stadia. It was a thing. I was getting I was getting emails as well. I was like, if you'd like a review key for the Stadia, I'm like, who the fuck has a Stadia? Well, Stadia. What is I was about Stadia? to say it's a Stadia. So, so nobody has a Stadia. <laughs> oh, There's no R in there. <laughs> No, there's not. <laughs> I had to think about it. Well, no, that, well, they, they'll have theirs, and then Amazon's gaming console is going to come out at some point. Uh, sure. Are they working on one? So the rumour says. There's also an Atari that's $850. <laughs> I mean, real wood panelling. Yay. Somebody has to buy it. This time it's not fake. It's not chipboard with just lino over the top. It's <laughs> actual wood. <laughs> Real wood? Uh, yeah. Who wants that? The Atari? Yeah. No. I'd buy... I'd, the only thing I'd buy would probably be a Nintendo 64, like I the mean, classic remake things. The thing is, technically, it's more powerful than the Xbox that I have. It has 4K capable gaming. Mine doesn't. You do have a OG Day 1 Xbox, yeah. Yeah, but, like, 4K... 4K on an 8-bit game. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just really their the old games. Of- <laughs> it plays new games as well. But what new games? I wouldn't get it. Yeah, but it's specifically developed for that console. New games, and they're, ask, they're asking for developers, so it's like so they've built a console and they don't have any developers. But like, it, and it can it can export output to four K, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it can actually run it. Do yeah. it with decent graphics True. or anything like that, or frame rate. Um, which is why I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to see how these new gen consoles go. Well, we have gotten way off topic. Way off topic. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Sony Crunchyroll. Good luck. Good, good, luck. good luck to you. <laughs> Number six. <laughs> Number six. We have the Halloween Kills teaser trailer. <sighs> Halloween Kills the Radio Star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 not excited to watch this movie at all. I don't think anybody cares. Does anybody care? A lot anybody? of a lot of American I'll horror fans it. and stuff. Oh, we'll, we'll you know I'll, I'll probably still see it just so I can shit on it. But like, <laughs> it's there's like this massive horror fans are and Halloween created the slasher genre and all that sort of stuff like that. But it's just like I, I tried to rewatch the 2018 movie yesterday because yesterday was Halloween and I, I was trying to show it to uh, to Mon and even she was going, this is fucking shit. And, like, the podcast is holding the H4 Zoom away from them and talking. And Mon, who is not a podcaster, is going, that's not how that works. Yeah. Ugh, that was pretty bad. makes me angry. No, I haven't. I still haven't seen it. Haven't you? No. I it's on Netflix. I wasn't on the episode that you guys reviewed it. I mean, it's worth seeing in a, re- in a way just to kind of see where they're going now. But it's not really anything... New or interesting, put it that way. Okay. It, yeah, it does nothing. It yet. tries to make it seem like it's doing something new and interesting, but then it doesn't. Yeah. It's, if you want to waste like an hour and 40 minutes of your life, I mean, there's worse ways to do it. You could watch um, what's the George Clooney. Talk Pretty much anything that Duty watches, you can watch that. Twice. How long did you Over and over again? It's about an hour and 40. Hour and 40. It's pretty short. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess. I could masturbate 120 times. That 120 times. <laughs> That's an OnlyFans video. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this trailer. Fuck a beat by record. <laughs> this trailer just it, it it doesn't really show anything. It shows for some reason Michael Myers' mask is on the street. I don't know why. 
and he picks it up and puts it on and he hits some people with some baseball bats and it shots to Jamie Lee Curtis. I think there's a shot to... Uh, shit, I can't remember the person's fucking name, but she's now one of the Beverly Housewives because she's going to be in this movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a trailer. It's a thing. I'm not really excited. It's occurring. It. Yeah. There's probably going to be a third one and a fourth one and then there'll be, you know, Halloween 5 electric boogaloo or some fucking thing. Here's the thing. I would much rather see, like, a... Uh, revamped like reboot of what Alien was as a horror movie I'd yep. rather see that we did underwater no but Alien oh actually using the Alien actually property actually using the Alien property like I'd much rather watch that than I would Halloween that's what really issue with that is that uh, Disney now owns it yeah fuck Disney <laughs> and the only issue with that is Ridley Scott doesn't want anyone touching it now Ridley Scott doesn't own it no more Disney owns it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got me there. I don't know what rights he actually has over the property. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't assume much, seeing as James Cameron, David Finch, and yeah. whoever the French guy was that did the fourth one, did, 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 fucked it. That's true. Is so, it Le Poisson? Is it him? No. Uh, d- I don't know. I know it was written by Joss Whedon. Oh, that explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Was it? Mm-hmm. It was originally written by Joss Whedon. And then the, there's like, oh, they, they rewrote the film. And I'm like, did they? Or was it just a bad script, Joss? <laughs> Yucky. Mm. Move it along. Number five. Number five, we have the new look Batwoman. Oh, this is so fucking stupid. I've seen the costume. End the show. Yeah. End the show. Your lead character who was playing Batwoman left. For starters, bad choice picking Ruby Rose. Secondly, if if your lead character, an actor, has left... End the fucking show. It's like eight simple rules. Once the dad died, they kept going. I'm like, no, the lead character is gone. Stop the show. It's like Scrubs. Scrubs kept going after Zach Braff left. What? Yes, Tom, it's a thing. What? <laughs> you looked what? up at me like, no. Scrubs kept going? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, why? Why continue with it? Keep go- it doesn't make sense. I don't know. They, I 100% agree with you. They, they made a poor misstep in the first instance of casting Ruby Rose. Like, why? <laughs> like, I know why they did it. I'm not going to get into it. But poor decision, CW, and Mark Guggenheim and all that shit. But, but just stop the fucking show. Just stop CW. I think it's, I think it's run its course. You've done all your big crossovers with Arrow. Flash. Arrow is finished. Flash. He's probably still chasing a fast count. Who knows what's going on with Supergirl? No, they've, got Good to do the, they've got to do the new one. The new one that's coming out soon. Superman and Lois. Or was it Clark uh, yeah, and yeah, Lois? Superman what? and Lois, yeah. It's, Which sorry, is, I was kicking your feet. Hey, uh, that, that show was apparently very popular in the uh, Terry, ha- Terry Hatcher and... Uh, I can't remember the other cunts. Oh, it looks so terrible. It, I don't know. Let's ask someone who was alive in the 90s. Where is Fuzzy? <laughs> I mean, we were alive uh, yeah, in the 90s. Yeah, you weren't alive in the 90s? Well, I... That explains why Ian looks so young. <laughs> I don't know, Jackie. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. Going back to Tom's news, the costume was revealed. Go on, Tom. I, I think what has been said is already appropriately uh, <laughs> said the costume. It's... Um, yeah, not no, fan. we haven't talked about the costume. We just talked about ending the fucking show. <laughs> no, but you did. You mentioned the costume. You said you weren't a fan. It's black. It's... It's, it's bad. She wears a face mask that covers her face, but you can still see, of course, being a bat character, her mouth. 
but her hair is shooting out of it. So it's like. But wasn't it the same with Ruby Rose? Didn't she have this? Fake she had a red wig. Thing? Yeah, she had the fake wig. She had a fake wig. So it's like, oh, I'm looking for someone with long red. I have not watched Batwoman. I'm never going to watch Batwoman. Oh, long red hair. It's like, well, she doesn't have long red hair. She's Ruby Rose. Um, so, and in this, it's like uh, uh, the character's hair is actually sticking out the back of it. It's like, all right, cool. It's like, oh, we can't tell who Batman is. Oh, it's fucking Tom Selleck. He's got a mustache. Like, you know, hair is another identifying factor into what someone looks, looks like, like outside yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall, because I'm just looking at the costume now, it, it, looks, it looks fairly similar to the... Um, to the previous Ruby Rose one, except she's just got her actual hair coming down and she has like red highlights through the hair, which I don't know whether that's meant to be extensions or something like that, but that just that just seems ridiculous. At the end of the day, you take you getting out of your bat suit and just like, oh, I just need to take the extensions out. Take like three hours to go to a rush mission. I'll do my makeup in the car. I didn't actually notice that they don't, um, <laughs> at least in her costume, she hasn't got the uh, black eye makeup. Yeah, no. At all. They haven't ducked out the eyes. Actually, at I don't all. think um, Ruby Rose did either, did she? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Neither did I. No. <laughs> Honestly, I just. I just no, again, she did. I just she did. To, see, like, see, the, 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 yeah. Yeah, so she did, but the new costume doesn't. See, oh, I don't think it was originally CW. I think it was a different studio, and then CW bought the character, and it is now part of the CW universe. But the one that I really enjoyed and actually watched was Supergirl, because, like, Superman existed. When Supergirl got in trouble in the first season, Superman arrived, saved her, and then kept telling her, stop what you're doing. You're not ready for it. And it was it was a really cool thing. And then this is like, Batman's dead. Ruby Rose was Batwoman. Now she's left, and now there's some other character who's coming in to replace her to keep the show going. I'm like, no, it... Once your character's left, just stop it. Just fucking find a different property to do. Like, Titans is going. And Titans, I don't think it's in your news, Tom. Um, Titans has just revealed Red Hood. Like, and Red Hood is going to be in the show. And he looks, his costume looks fucking rad. Um, And Titans looks like it's getting more and more popular. And it's like, cool. Do what essentially Titans is doing. Like, cool. Batwoman's left. Drop Batwoman. Go on to a different fucking character. Don't keep focusing on the same uh, vigilante with different characters. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is it's like if it's, um, but even if they wanted to, they could just do another parallel universe or something. Because isn't that already? Haven't they already determined there's multiple dimensions and all these? Yeah, things? They've, yeah. they've done all that. <laughs> yes, I, yes, it does. It does. I've, I've, I, I gave up on the CW. I, uh, I got really angry. Yeah, I gave it. up after like season two of Arrow. Season three is bad, very bad. Actually, no, I did watch season three. There was a point. I got pretty far into Arrow until I got to the point that I went. I thought I was watching an action. This is a drama. No, yeah. thank you. It yeah. became very. And it's strange though because it's cold, made by the same so. guys that does. Um, God, <laughs> uh, it's made by the same guys who did Smallville, and you love Smallville. I was also group. considerably younger when I watched all of Smallville. Though. Not I, that younger. Smallville. I was a teenager. Was when no. I watched all of Smallville. Smallville was... You were watching Smallville when Man of Steel came out because you watched Man of Steel and then you wanted to watch Smallville after that. And then you tried to get me to watch Smallville because I was on the Superman high for Man of Steel and I said, this is crap. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You liked Smallville as well. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You were like, yeah, this is pretty good. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> so <laughs> don't like pretend like you thought it was... was Smallville sucked. It did Somebody suck. Take me. You're both wrong. It was fucking don't shit. Care. All right, so I would have been 20, 21. <laughs> I was young. I was in his teens. 
I was young. <laughs> I'm an old ass man now. I'm 28 now. That's a long time. <laughs> I'm still 17. That's a, that's a quarter of my life ago. Yeah, you weren't alive in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't alive in the 90s. Number four, we have our final trailer, where we have the trailer for Galaxy of Adventures, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. I do love it. As, soon as, as soon as we saw the trailer, like, what the fuck is this? Obi-Wan. And the fucking trailer starts with, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> Literally starts with that fucking line. Yeah. Um, cool, I guess. I don't know what it is. It, it's the Star Wars it's adventure thing. short it? run animated thing where it literally showed us only things that actually had occurred in the actual films in that trailer which yeah. i found sort of odd oh well yeah well it, but it, it had the uh, things yeah, but it, yeah. variations of what we had already seen at least yeah so the the galaxy the, the star wars galaxy adventure things they're like little five minute episode things for you know little kids to watch um, being a giant Star Wars fan, Davo from Super Movie Bros watched them with his daughter, and he said they're actually pretty good. Um, but they're very—I wouldn't say Peppa Pigish, but in regards to that kid-centric style. So, like the start of when they first started the animated Clone Wars and stuff like that. More, more childish. They weren't kiddie. They were very like the kiddie. Start, the first were, season yeah. is very the Samurai Jack one. No, 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 the, the, the CG ones. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. that's very... Previously on Clone Wars. Um, pow, pow. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking... But then Clone Wars got older when they realised yeah. that people were watching it. But um, no, it's it's like one of the, the previous Star Wars adventure ones is like Hera from uh, the Rebels TV series comes to Endor after the Battle of Endor to you know get the Rebels off the planet so they can leave. And it's like, oh... Han Solo and Hera from Rebels get into an you know a, a heated discussion of whether the Ghost or the Millennium Falcon is a faster or superior ship, and it's some quippy fun fucking thing. What about um, the Interceptor? There's no real ship. <laughs> I'm so shattered. I didn't put that in my fucking video. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's Obi Wan. I like Obi Wan. He's he's probably my favorite Jedi out of like the Jedi characters. This just looks like um, Avatar though. Last day of Avatar. I've ne- never seen it. What? You're missing out. It's not my day for long. It does not look like the last... Wait, what's that movie we were talking about yesterday? The oh, last week? Last week? What's the one that we said was Avatar? Oh, uh, fucking Disney's dr- something in the dragon. The last dragon? Raja? Raz? Oh, Am I pronouncing this right? Disney dragon... Dragon spelled with a D movie. There we go. Um, it is. What's the other spelling of dragon? I spelled it with an F. Sure it's even <laughs> it sounds like it's even voiced by the fire guy. Raya and the last oh, dragon. Oh, right, right. Yep, yep, yep. The uh, fire guy? Yeah. It is. It is. That is the, 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 the voice it actor is that him? does okay. Suko. Suko, yeah. Uh, Raya well, he starts and the last it, dragon. I don't know whose voice he's doing because he's not Obi Wan's because then Obi Wan comes in. Well, well they do. They that have can Suko my dick. That. <laughs> Jesus. They have Alec Guinness at the start. That's what the Obi-Wan at the very start is, yeah. is Alec Guinness. But, but before that, they have. Before that, they had, yeah. Oh, right, okay. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon was the the film. <laughs> Thank you. you. You are welcome with the giant caterpillar ant thing that is definitely going to die. <laughs> it is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be one of those Bambi moments. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that voice actor who does um, Zuko is in a lot of things. 
especially a lot of anime things. Really? Yeah. They, uh, Disney already. I know Disney already have an, a voice actor who does uh, basically Obi Wan and everything outside of Ewan McGregor now. Because um, they use him in the Clone Wars, they use him in the video games, they use him in basically fucking everything. Um, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's he's yeah. Obi- I assume they're going to use him for an older Obi Wan because um, he did Obi Wan in Rebels when he You'd think when they so. found him. You'd think once you've set one that you would stick to it. Mm. Mm. It's like same thing with Anakin. Like they prefer to use the voice actor for Anakin rather than Hayden Christensen. Yeah, which wouldn't sense. we all? <laughs> Uh, move it along. Oh no! I got up in the morning and made myself a piece of toast. I sent the toaster to number three. Medium brown. I'm still going to continue with what I was looking up because what I wanted to find up? it and talk about it. Yeah, but, um, Zuko. The, yeah, so Zuko, because I was trying to remember who the voice actor is. Mm. It's Rufio from Hook. Ah. Um, what else has he done? He has also been in American Dragon. No. American Dragon. No? Saturday Morning Disney? Anyone? No? No? Okay. The Jackie Chan show? Was he's he in that? In, <laughs> he's been in Goofy. That's what I was thinking. He's done Spider-Man. What Spider-Man? Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man? Oh, that was like the, the rip-off 2099 series in the 90s. He was in JLA Adventures. No. I thought he was doing... I thought he did more anime stuff, because I'm pretty sure I've heard his voice pop up and stuff, but I don't see anything here. But anyway, no, he's Rufio from Hook. That's probably the best one then. Uh, oh, oh. Bangerang! Number three. We have... It has been announced that there's going to be a reboot of Tiny Toon Adventures. Now, I have put this so high up because that means there is going to be a return to HBO Max and Cartoon Network of Tiny Toons Luniversity, which will have, of course, the return of Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Sylvester the Cat, Wild E. Coyote, and Elmer Fudd. So it is actually a remake of or a continuation of Tiny Toon Adventures that was originally back in 1990 to 1992. That's when they're babies. No, no. So it's not actually them. They're teachers. They're teachers at a university and they're teaching younger Looney Tunes how to do stuff. How to be Looney. How to be Looney. Um, But yeah, no, it's a return to Acme Luniversity. So, do you reckon it's going to be because, like you just said, you know, Bugs Bunny is going to be a teacher? They're going to be like, we're going to create a new Looney Tune. Well, they've been talking about doing Looney Tunes or bringing it back for ages. They yeah. made a new Wally Coyote and uh, yes, Henry Sam. What's his name? Roadrunner. Uh, Roadrunner. They made it. They had a new one of them like five years ago at the start of one of the Disney films. Uh, not Disney films. At the start of one of the films. New Wally Coyote. Yeah, it was at the start of one of the films. It was like a those mini shorts. Ah, uh, yeah, the Disney shorts. And but that was meant to be them bringing back Looney Tunes. I mean, um, it makes sense. Looney Tunes is Warner Brothers. Hmm? You're saying Disney. Yeah, I, I said it and then I re- reneged. <laughs> Not Disney. It was at the, I don't remember what it was at the start of. Yeah, right. Um, well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Were you looking it up? I, I, just, I just typed in new Wile E. Coyote and it was just like a fat old Wile E. Coyote. Um, I... <laughs> new Looney Tune characters because if they're making new Looney Tunes I guarantee they're going to make some fucked up ones um, not Speedrunner Roadrunner what am I <laughs> Speedrunner Speedrunner's a very adult version <laughs> Bugs Bunny friends Porky Pig is fucking huge 
Like his his necktie is cutting off circulation to his neck. Huge. Uh, what are you talking about? I, I typed in new Looney Tunes and one of them is Bugs Bunny's friends, new Looney Tune versions. And Lola Bunny does not look as Hot. traditional as she used to. Uh, but Porky Pig is fucking rotund. He's... <laughs> He's a pig. He's no, but he's fucking huge, dude. Like, he's like Peter Griffin huge. Wow. Rotund. Yeah, 2014. There was a new one. And I don't know what that what movie that was from. And people are probably real sick of us just filling in time it. as we try and Google to find it. Was things. it Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser? Oh, could have been. Fuck. Could have been. Remember that movie with Steve? Maybe, oh, well, they've got to be in the guy. new Space Jam, right? Oh, That's God. true, actually. Yeah, that's right. Have you seen some of the... Uh, we've probably talked about it before, some of the leaked photos were like the Joker from Batman. Not a, not a cartoon Joker, but someone is live-action yeah, dressed as a Joker and Pennywise was the times. referee or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And now, what's his fucking name? The basketball player, LeJohn Brames, um, has <laughs> <laughs> uh, shown like outfits of what the fucking Toon Squad's going to look like. Yuck. Yep. Yuck indeed. Can That's... we have Bill Murray come back for it? Yes. I mean... I'll make it happen. Or Michael Jordan. Would you? Michael Jordan might be cool. Like, it's like, you know, LeBron James can't get it up. Michael Jordan comes in and fucks him around a bit. And, you know, what fucking movie are you <laughs> describing now? Because... Can't get it up and then Michael Jordan comes... <laughs> Space Slam! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what movie you watched, but... Jeez. Is that the right one? Balls and holes. <laughs> oh, I've, got to, I've got to move along. Number two. Number two. They are at it again. They failed once. They may fail twice. They are creating an Assassin's Creed TV series, and it is coming to Amazon. Not Amazon. Netflix. Netflix. I have Netflix written here. I stopped looking at my notes, and Amazon just came out. Amazon. <laughs> no, he's waiting for his PC parts to arrive. So he's got Amazon on the brain. Amazon, Amazon, I Amazon. really am. Uh, yeah, I did. I did see that as well. Um, that they're, they're doubling down on a lot of Assassin's Creed shit because Assassin's Creed comes out uh, not this coming week, but next week. Um, and Reebok are doing a crossover with Assassin's Creed with sneakers and hoodies and hats and all that sort of shit like that. And now they're doing a, a live-action uh, Netflix series where I was talking about it with Fuzzy on last or the most recent episode of Noob, um, and I reckon it's going to be like a Westworldy thing where like each season or each episode is going to be a different time era. That kind of makes sense. I'm like, that's, that's the coolest way to do it rather than... I have no idea whatever the fuck happened with Michael Fassbender. I didn't even watch it. I heard it's awful. It was pretty fucking awful. It, it wasn't good. It was pretty fucking awful. I mean, oh yeah, I don't have high hopes after watching that of the Netflix version, to be honest with you. No. I don't know why they make it up. It's, it's I don't a- get it. There's so many other better games properties. Games properties. Game properties that would translate to a... TV show. Are they still movie. doing the Halo TV show? Is that still a thing? Uh, no. Probably not. I guess Steven Spielberg was going to be involved in it at some point and something. Yeah. Probably you're going to have a live action Warhammer series before fucking Halo series comes out. Um, but it's like Assassin's Creed is a decent property to adapt into a form of live action series or movie. You just need to actually have a good writing team and find a way to fucking do it because 
from what you guys said, it obviously didn't work in the movies. and At all. Y- yeah. But the only thing I can think of is, like, Westworld, but in regards to, like, yeah, Westworld's a fucking theme park, but, it's like, you, you, you're trying to find, I don't know, some fucking... Was it National Treasure or National Lampoon's fucking thing where it's like, oh, we have to find something, and then you're, you're going through time into different periods or something to find where hidden treasure might be or some fucking thing. I don't know, but it won't be good. I got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling. About Would you this. like to see Michael Fassbender in it? No. No. Because <laughs> no. that will just remind me of the movie that never should have been. What? Gay robot fingering. What? Oh no! The previous Assassin's Creed. I thought it, yeah, I thought he was going to remind. Anything Michael Fassbender in it? Post. <laughs> you obviously didn't read the chat when I was like, I actually forgot Michael Fassbender's name, and the first thing that popped into my head to describe who I was talking about was gay robot fingering. Yeah, type that into your Google search and see if Michael Fassbender comes up. From, straight away from Alien Covenant. Oh uh, yeah. I'm actually kind of tempted to type it in and see do if it, it does come up. Right. Yeah, he's going to do it. I'm pretty sure Michael Fassbender hasn't done anything good since. X-Men? Arguably X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, yeah, he wasn't Incognito good. Incognito, <laughs> He wasn't good in X-Men Apocalypse. He was he was good, but his character was bad. Like, his acting was good. Yeah. Uh, and his acting was good in uh, <laughs> the Phoenix one. What came up, Tub? Ha! <laughs> Alien Covenant Review! <laughs> Is the fourth one on there. What's the first? Two, two twin gay robots fingering and kissing. Um, Read out the first uh, one. First is fingering my robot off. Second is sex robot getting fingered. Mm. And third is sex robot orgasm fingering. We like to provide you with high quality entertainment on the show and we glad you picked this podcast. Well, play the video, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Bell Delphine. Last time we were in the studio as you were playing that. Now, number one is a bit of a somber piece of news, but seen as it is where the names, or well, is a, contrib- a contribution to where the namesake of this podcast has come from. Reporting it on it now is, of course, Sean Connery has died at the age of ninety, which is very sad. So I thought, why don't we just say our fondest memory of Sean Connery? What's that? What's our favourite scene of him? Mind, I'm going to seem like an awful person, but it's it's one of my favourite scenes. Anne's looking at me very strangely, but it's I can't recall the Bond film. It might be Thunderball, where there is a girl in the bathtub. Like, could you hand me something so I could get out of the bathtub? And he just hands her shoes, and he just sits back and waits for her to get out of the bathtub. It's like it's like it's it doesn't it's just it's sexist today, but like. It's fucking funny. <laughs> it's pretty it's, funny. Oh, you know, like Goldfinger. Like he, he's he's got a fucking fake pigeon on his head under the water. He throws it off, takes his wetsuit off, and he's in a fucking suit. Like it's James Bond. For, he's the best James Bond to me. But he's done heaps of fucking things. The Rock, Entrapment. Yeah. Well, when we were kids, he was going through his kind of second wave, really, mm. because he mm. did um, Untouchables and Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones entrapment like you said creepy as fuck fucking old man but Catherine Zeta-Jones in a black leotard going through red lasers yes but yeah he was having his second wave so I think that's probably added to the nostalgia sort of love that probably we're the last generation to have for him Mm. in some regards 
which is a little bit depressing. But hmm. I think probably my favourite moment of him, if I have to pick one that's not James Bond, would have to be him in Untouchables because we reviewed it, not reviewed it, but we um, studied it. We studied it at school, um, and he basically made that movie. He was every line that came out of his mouth was like gold because he's just. So hard to understand. <laughs> I think you're doing throw trash in the ocean. Every throw the goddamn trash basket. It's so like politically incorrect as well. That it's movie, like the 30s. <laughs> yeah, because it's set in the 1930s during Al Capone and everything. But such everything, like he could deliver just terrible hammy lines and just sort of sell them so well. Mm. So I think that's um, probably one of the things I'm gonna miss is he's probably one of the last people who can pull off that kind of a... Character without getting dragged through the mud by the Yeah, media. in yeah. a way, yeah. I mean, they did try to, but Sean Connery doesn't give a fuck. I mean, he, like, the post that you put up, he literally that, told Steve Jobs to get fucked. That's fake. Yeah, I, he, I found yeah. out afterwards. It's yeah, fake, of yeah. course it's fake. Some uh, choice things that man has done, I must say. But yeah, <laughs> let's not, let's not get into that side. Yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is pretty high up there. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll mention a good Sean Connery story that I, I heard about after the podcast because it's definitely not safe for the podcast, um, but it's a good one. Oh, I, I have to say myself, my favourite, and it's probably because I watched this film a lot as a kid, and he was, of course, a significant part of it is him in Indiana Jones. I always did enjoy that, and especially sort of some of the dead man delivery of some of the things that he has to go to. It's like, <laughs> Junior, they got us. <laughs> i just like, 11 o'clock. What happened at 11 o'clock? <laughs> Look what you did. I can't the, believe what you did. The umbrella. I just find if you sit down and relax, the solution represent, reveals itself. Oh, and he sleeps with, like, the blonde Nazi chick. She yeah. talks in her sleep. <laughs> I just love it. Just, just because he's a badass in other things. <laughs> in this, like, he's just ridiculous. And sits there, like, hugging his bag with his umbrella on top of it yeah. half the film. Yeah. He's just, like, a cute old man. <laughs> uh, I think that that would have to be my favourite mm. thing that he has done. I did actually, like... I am wrong. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Bad. But when I, was, uh, when I first watched it, I enjoyed him in it. Wayne from The Countdown loves that film. I don't understand why, Wayne. You're an idiot. I love you, but... The f- that movie's fucking awful. It's pretty bad. But it is one of those things where it's like, on paper, it has potential. Mm. And it's just, it's not good. Oh, it, because it has potential. It's bloody Avengers. Exactly. It's the Avengers of the Dark Universe. <laughs> it was what the Dark Universe tried to be. When was it? 2000- Thanks, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so I was allowed to enjoy it when it came out. When did it come out? We were all 11. Yeah. And um, when did uh, Van Helsing come out? <laughs> That was, that was 2003, I think. 2000, I feel like that was that came out that, similar in shittiness. Imagine if... if the imagine, year after. Was it? Yeah. And they're both universal. That would have been a fucking sweet universe. Yeah. Sean Connery, Hugh Jackman. What's not Kate Beckett. Oh, no, she died. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I should rewatch that just for more Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. I forgot the Kate Beckinsale was in there. Oof. Fuck that. Yeah, I was at that age. I was a fan. Yeah, of I was a fan. <laughs> and then she went and did Underwear after. I mean, Underworld. <laughs> oh, Underworld 2. That yeah. scene. Many pauses were had on that DVD. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Lots of nothing. 
That's the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, as, you, complete. <laughs> as you already know, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Incognito Comics. We're recording in their studio. We're back in the studios. Um, there are restrictions that are starting to ease over Victoria, but uh, unfortunately, there are some stric- uh, restrictions that are starting to drop down everywhere. So if you can't go outside for whatever reason, maybe you don't like the smell of children. I don't. <laughs> the um, smell? Yeah. They smell. Some smell. <laughs> some of them smell. <laughs> he picked up what I put down. Uh, yeah. uh, of course, you can find their online store at incognitocomics.com.au. I highly recommend reading for those of you who haven't read it. If you're a giant Batman fan, or even if you're a casual Batman fan, reading The Three Jokers, the last book out of the three-book series. Uh, the last book came out. It is fantastic because the whole book is... Who are the three Jokers? Is one of them the original Joker? Who actually is the Joker? Um, and the ending, as soon as I finished it, I messaged Oz from Incognito going, I've just finished it. Holy shit. He's like, yeah, it's one of those books. Um, so you can find it all online at incognitocomics.com.au. The link's in the description below if you want to click on the link. Go nuts. Hmm. That's the, that's the that's so the that's the that has a big twist is what you're saying. I don't want to tell you what the twist is because I think you need to read it. It's one of those like, damn, that's good. Like the the Jeff Johns wrote the book. Can't do he can't do shit for movies, but he wrote the story for the book and the ending is like, whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, we were. I watched that the other day actually. It's fucking good. Isn't it? The yeah. second one. It's it's good, but you guys had said that it, like it, it was really enjoyed it, and I was like, yeah, let's settle in. Wasn't as good as I was hoping. Well, you, maybe you weren't in the mood. Maybe you're wrong. You're definitely wrong. But maybe. What did you think it was that good? I thought it was pretty bloody good. I think it was the best movie of 2020. Don't get me wrong. And that's because we've had three movies this so, year. Solid seven. Seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually argue it's probably better than the first one, and it's probably edging towards an eight for me. The first one actually felt like it was more natural reactions. That's right. This is now a bore-out review podcast. I'm fine with it. I'm still trying to find the Sean Connery story because I want to tell you it after the podcast, but I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Well, don't do it now. You're on a podcast. I mean, there's been more or less professional things done. Tell us what our uh, Mickey Mouse of the Week is. Oh, Mickey Mouse of the Week! Ha oh. uh, We're talking about the greatest things that the Mandalorian has done, but also maybe some of the things that we're personally not a fan of because the Mandalorian Season 2 has just sort of started. Uh, first episode of Season 2 is now up. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but holy Me. shit! Both of you. I don't think no, either. Tom's seen it. I watched it this morning. The only one here that hasn't seen it. How fucking good is it? <laughs> It's a bit too Stargate-y for me. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, he only wanted to just say nice things. <laughs> um, yeah, so, of course, the Mandalorian's, uh, is, it's back, baby. It's got, of course, you know, as Ian and I were discussing uh, prior to, for the first sort of season of any show really works is sort of a piloty season. This yeah. season has more of a budget. Um, you can sort of definitely tell that. Um, but we're talking about some of the good things and some of the bad things that the Mandalorian has, well, done for Star Wars seeing as 7, 8 and 9 were a thing um, fuck it let's get to some positives about some things that the good things that you know, Mandalorian's done and I think none of us can go past the fact that this has nothing to do with the fucking Skywalkers yes absolutely yep. probably one of the best decisions that they made by doing mm. this series was making it separate mm. um, and I think it's a good thing to do that because it means that it's building upon its universe in a way um, 
and it means that they can tell stories without having like I don't know how to explain it but kind of having their hands tied behind their back in a way of having to do certain things mm. when you're telling your own story you get to tell your own story and if you're doing something like the main trilogies there are certain things that people expect and so like I said you kind of have your hands tied and having to do those certain things to meet expectations or to disru- disrupt those expectations in some instances but either way, you still have to acknowledge so many things when you're doing a Star Wars movie of that kind of thing. Yeah. But that's definitely what makes, I think, The Mandalorian good is that its own thing. It can do what it wants to do. And it can still do its nods to other things that it wants to do, but it's nice, right? It doesn't have to follow the, oh, uh, you know, we, we it, it, yeah, it doesn't have to go, like with what uh, a lot of the things like um, uh, when EA was doing Battlefront 2, uh, and they wanted to, of course, use Luke Skywalker for the game. They're like, hey, we got this level for Luke Skywalker. And Disney's going, whoa, you can't touch Luke, anything around Luke Skywalker. And th- by the way the Mandalorian, of course, is set up, it's like, well, who gives a fuck about Luke Skywalker? He's done his shit. We're not focusing on him. Like, we're focusing on a, a character or, you know, not a character. We are focusing on a character, but it's, a, it's not a known character. It is a very, very loose connection in regards to the mythos and character of Boba Fett, but it's not Boba Fett. It's, you know, it's someone else. Um, and it's pretty cool. And he's not even a actual Mandalorian as well. Like, he's not from Mandalore. Mm. Well, he's found. Mm. He's found via by Death Watch. He's a foundling. Mm. I think that's what they call him. I think so. Mm. Yes. No. Um, I'm going to say, I thought we were talking best and worst moments specifically from the show. No, no, yeah, so fine. My, yeah. So my stuff's probably a little bit diff- differently. Um, the... But I guess one of the probably the lowest down on the list there that I have of the best things is probably the actual way that they have weaved in um, stories or items from the other components of the expanded universe. So if we're looking at the fact that the dark saber is involved in it, it's something that isn't part of the main, no, yeah, the main film series, um, and they've just been able to weave into different components from that. And also in, in doing that, I guess, that even if you do take the stuff that they've waved through, um, is little bits and pieces that you've heard about in the films or that they were sort of not touched on um, are now front and centre and actually shown within them, which is actually a really cool sort of thing that they're actually doing with these, obviously expanding the universe and items like that. I think that, that that's one of the things that it has done well and made sure to actually be more inclusive of that expanded universe rather than just the main one. Yeah, well, especially when it comes to the Darksaber as well. Like, you only see that in uh, the Clone Wars and in Rebels, and now you're actually sort of seeing it in live action. Like, you're actually seeing this, you know, legendary weapon being wielded, if, you know, not by a fucking force, or at least not to we know, um, but you're actually sort of seeing something that is, you know, if you've watched Rebels and you watch Clone Wars and stuff like that, seeing that is a, is a big deal. Uh, and when we were talking about sort of the last episode of the first season, um, Fuzzy, I think, was talking about how you know little Fuzzy was getting so fucking excited because he knew exactly what that lightsaber was from watching Rebels and Clone Wars. Um, and it's been in the hands of so many fucking people as well. Like Darth Maul used it at one point. Um, so, yeah, 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 it's pretty fucking cool to see. Do you have it? I like that. <laughs> it's good. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing there from you. <laughs> I like it as a service. Um, I think probably one of my favorite things about what they've done as well would have to be uh, the way that they have sort of treated their uh, style. So they've done like this taken a western 
I think mm. it's different. It's good because it's different. We've seen so much of Star Wars being swords and sort of military shooting, but we haven't seen it feel more like a Western, like it was originally supposed to be based off a Western feel. Yeah. But this is the first time we get the music and the atmosphere matching that as well. So now we're getting... Even the intro theme song is extremely Western looking and sounding. Mm. I think it's good because it's just something different. Again, it kind of leads to the other point that I said it's nice just them not having their hands tied behind their back. They can kind of put their own spin on things. I, I am curious to your thoughts on that because I think we have discussed this in the past. Is I do think, though, even with the Western thing, that sometimes it has felt... Yeah. missteppy in the way that they've done it or the music has made it not feel it can, Star Wars-y it, can, it cannot feel Star Wars-y yeah. mm. which is a good and bad thing it, it does make it feel different but at the same time it also I don't know it's something about it feels a little bit cheap I can't put my finger on it I think it's something about the music and theme that makes it feel like I don't know, like a cheap TV show, a bit like a Stargate or a... But that's really the thing. Don't don't get me wrong. I love Stargate. Absolutely loved it. I have watched it many a times and have watched the spin-off ones of it. But I think the issue that 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 sort of gets when it gets that tonally sort of thing, I think it's the main... When you look at a Stargate versus a Breaking Bad or something Mm -hmm. like that, it doesn't feel overarching enough. And when you start to have singular episodes episodic episodic things like that that don't feel like they fit into the overarching thing it's a very old way of telling television stories in my opinion i don't think that cuts Mm. it to the same extent that it used to but i don't it got into a negative there and that's completely off topic of what you were originally saying but (laughs) but yes i think that is a negative that will probably be discussed anyway in our negatives but I do like that it doesn't feel too much like the other Star Wars. I still miss that a little bit, but I like that it feels more grounded in that sense. It's not a space opera anymore. Now it's a space cowboys, I guess. Yeah, it's it's definitely got that vibe of, you know, the 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 first, you know, interaction with Han Solo in episode four, you know, in the cantina with his fucking legs up and all that sort of stuff like that and that sort of vibe, especially with, you know, I think it's like the opening scene from the first fucking... Uh, season in the first episode where like the doors open and everyone like in the bar looks at him and you know he's got his fucking blaster on his leg and all that sort of shit like that so definitely cool yeah mm. uh, other positives that I have as well like what I enjoy about the Mandalorian especially compared to uh, nearly everything else that Disney's done is the lineup of writers and the they've gotten John Favreau who essentially started the MCU to create the world of the Mandalorian and he's picked some fantastic directors alongside to create you know, to actually direct the episodes and look some people might not like Bryce Dallas Howard's episode I think she did the one with the ATST in the forest um, yeah. I didn't mind that one I thought it was okay it was definitely something different it's as okay well to be wrong. chapter 4 Sanctuary is that what you've got as your negative <laughs> that, that entire episode is a negative and there's another entire episode that is a negative I'll let you guess that one as the one with Bill Burr that was quick. <laughs> I like Bill Burr. Um, no, but like I, I may or may not have Bill Burr as a negative. <laughs> Space Boston. 
Um, but I, I like that essentially, yes, it doesn't have a, a overarching story, necessarily like an overarching story, like how Breaking Bad is sort of separate episodes, but there's still the interweaving story connecting it in the background, and that this doesn't have that. But I kind of like that with each episode, there's sort of a different style. So I enjoy that, like the, especially with the start of season two as well, it's very westerny. But then when we had the the sanctuary episode that Tom has in his negatives, that's not really a Western sort of film. It's a it's it's a different style, and I like that it can go into different styles. And none of those styles are something to do with the Emperor coming back to life or some fucking yeah. stupid. Thing See, I like, like that. that on paper, but like in in reality, in execution, it makes it feel haphazard. Mm-hmm. It's all like disjointed. It, it feels disjointed. Um, it doesn't feel like one cohesive story, which is the downside. But I do like it from a creative side as well, like you're saying. like It's good because you get to play with different things and every episode you know you're going to get something different and there's a bit of enjoyment you can get from that. So it's kind of like you can't have it both ways. But It, it kind of reminds yeah. me of like... I don't know about you guys, but I'm a fucking nerd. But, like, as a kid, like, you know, when you're playing with your, your fucking Star Wars toys or whatever, it's like, yep, cool, you know, Han Solo is going to protect fucking Luke while he does this. Now he's getting attacked by a fucking ATSC in a forest. Like, it feels like a kid playing with toys, but it feels... That's the you know the very basic way of putting it down. It's like he goes and does this and saves this, and then he goes here. Oh no, there's an ATSD. He has to figure out how to get rid of it that. It feels like an and then book written by a kid. A little bit like that, but it's kind of cool. And going, then there was a giant robot, and then there were spiders, and then there was like a volcano, and yeah. then <laughs> no, and then spiders would be cool. <laughs> um, so I I, I kind of like that. That it's it's it feels like it's a kid in regards like. Yes, we're following the characters doing, you know, different stories and different things, but it's not constant Western. It's yeah. not, you know, constant showdowns and shooting at, you know, it's five against one, I like that. So I was like, yeah, that's cool. But is that cool for eight episodes in a row? Probably not. Uh, it's cool to sort of see that, you know, the Mandalorian can fucking do these awesome, amazing things, but you don't want to watch eight hours of John Wick shooting people back to back. Like, you want something that breaks it up a little bit and makes it a little yeah. different. It's like, Which- yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess I agree with that, but I, I still do think from the cohesion perspective that these people, these directors or whatever, should have had slightly less creative reign than they did. Cause we, I can think talk, we can talk about Ryan Johnson and, and Jay, Jay Abrams and their creative reigns over seven to nine. Wow, what did they do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I don't believe there was a seven, eight, and nine. Well, uh, seven. <laughs> Uh, I'll allow seven. Uh, it's better than one or two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seven is definitely better than one or two. Well, it's better uh, than two. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I think that'll be an episode for another time. <laughs> <laughs> you think two is better than seven? I think Solo's better than seven. That wasn't the question, but also Solo yeah. is bad. I like Solo. I think Sol- Shut up! Sol- Solo's better on the second watch. I've watched it a second watch. It's still shit. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're both wrong. Solo's crap. I said it's better. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-pandemic and the motherfucker's dungeon spitting at us. <laughs> we like Solo. Whoa. It's the best way to evoke fear. <laughs> I was saying, like, I was, I'm God. an awful human being, but shops are now, are now recently open. We can go to shops. And I've been licking things. <laughs> <laughs> no. Licking stabs and flicking my people, my favourite hobby. 
<laughs> but Ed used to do this thing. He obviously hasn't done it this year, but he used to do this thing at shopping centres. He'd sneeze in one hand, but use his other hand to wipe it on your back. I'm like, imagine doing that to fucking randoms. It's pretty funny. They would lose their shit. <laughs> you would get into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Mandalorian. Uh, I like his ship as well. I think his ship's pretty cool. The ship design is... Out, yeah. of this, out of this world it's not it's it's. there aren't any other ships that I can think of that are in the the interceptor that can match it for speed <laughs> twice motherfucker <laughs> um, but there isn't any other ship that is similar in its design it's, it's it's different yeah yeah like where everything else is like oh yeah it's the Millennium Falcon with the little safety pod thing attached to it uh, it's a black X-Wing uh, it's a black TIE fighter give us something new yeah uh, it's a giant star destroyer. But instead of it being a giant triangle, we've p- pulled the edges out and shortened. Yeah, I never those. really understood that in Star Wars. Like, why they just keep basically reinventing the same ships? It's like it's a fucking endless supply of creativity, and you just go copy paste, change colors. But like that's yeah. like in Rebels, the ghost is pretty fucking cool. In Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the ship that they fly around in is pretty fucking cool, like the giant space yacht fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's like use those in fucking movies rather than just giving us oh, the Millennium Falcon has another satellite dish. You know what I mean? But think about it. it doesn't? But I don't think it would make sense for them to have endless possibilities, sort of, because you'd have like main manufacturers in that universe too. Like there'd be stock standard ships. Yeah, but I also it's, it's forty years You're later. talking about like like planets where at the moment we've got a planet and we've got what like twenty different car companies. You times that by. But you'd get to a certain point where five hundred different. From planets. your maturity, there would probably be a point where some cars, or some planets, like Australia, stop manufacturing locally, <laughs> and they just get their ships imported. Tom, this is a sci-fi universe. This Creativity. Is the same, this is the same sci-fi universe that spent near three films talking about space politics. I think this is something that was considered. <laughs> but also, hang on, look at look no. at what was it like 20, 20 plus years between you know the end of episode six and seven because they they actually used it as a real measure of time for the look at cars when fucking Return of the Jedi came out to cars that came out now. You got fucking heads-up displays and fucking ventilated ass seats and all that sort of shit. They had a fucking airbag that would only save one person in their car. Our that car now fills with fucking foam and everyone survives. That too. I mean, change your fucking chips. Yeah, but you reach a technology plateau. We haven't I, reached I, it yet. Huh? But they may it? have reached the technology plateau. <laughs> How do you know if we've never reached it? Maybe you never reach a technology plateau. But like we wouldn't. <laughs> you'd have to <laughs> look at the ships in episode two and three, and there's like, and then go to four. It's like completely different ships. Like you got the ARC one seventies, which are similar or, or inspired by the X wings, but the X wings and the Clone Wars ships look completely fucking different. Mm. Like, yes, to get to your point, it's a cool ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been an episode of tangents. It has. <laughs> So Sean Connery's golf story. <laughs> uh, we're still going through stuff that we liked. Oh, go on to your negatives if you want to. If you've run out of negatives, I've run out of positives. All right. So first negative off the bat, chapter four, Sanctuary. That episode is shit. What's wrong? With it, it is bad. bad. It is boring. It's bad. To be honest, you asked me what's wrong with it. All I have in my head of just how bad it was, because apparently everything else about that episode has been blanked out. I know there was an ATST involved, which was actually cool to see an ATST in there that doesn't look like a um, 
uncoordinated chicken. Um, because yeah. if you look back at what it actually looks like, it's not how you remembered it, people. Yeah. It doesn't look good. <laughs> not really. Um, I guess the, the, there is a good thing about that was that Cara Dune was introduced in that episode and she was cool. But the episode itself was meh. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It was a pretty meh episode. They, they give us Kara. You could Cara say Dune. that about like. That's what I just six, said. Six <laughs> of the eight. Huh? Is it eight episodes? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Six of the eight episodes are pretty meh. Six of the eight. You could argue. All right. Five. <laughs> I think they're all pretty good in their own way. I kind of like this. I know the Bill Burr episode's on both your negatives, but I like no, that. No, Bill Burr is on my negatives. <laughs> he was fine. Yeah. No, he was not. I'd say five. Five, yeah, five, <laughs> five of the eight. Thank you. Because there's the one where he gets, he breaks back the child. That I thought that episode was cool. Mm. Then there's the one where he, like, <laughs> spoilers, um, where he pretty much, like, kills all the mercenaries in the town. That was, yeah, that was going to be on my positive was that, that scene where he breaks in to try and get the kid back. Mm. And then there's the last episode. I would say they're the best three episodes, personally. Yeah. So the problem I also have, I guess uh, also listed as a negative, was even in the really climactic part of season one where they're hunkered in the bar and it's getting shot at, Mm. like it was just bullets flying in. Like you didn't get to see a lot of interesting things happening. It was just lasers getting shot in and then people shooting back and like you don't see anything. But that's Western. That's what they did in Westerns though. Even the old ones. Westerns... Is is a this is not a, a movie. It's it's a genre. I know, but no, but that's what they used to do in a lot of the old yeah, westerns. That's when the they, when fucking seventies, we have money I now, know, man. I know, I know, but when they were pinned down, like totally from that thing, they used to have them pinned down. They used to have them not seen a lot. You used yeah, to just have but that them was budgetary down and stuff coming. So you're talking about like nowadays where it's a fucking million dollars an episode. I want to fucking see things. I don't want to see them get trapped inside a bar for a fucking half an hour and just see laser light show. I thought that episode was cute and that part was cute. Really? Yeah. I like the bit where he gets shot to shit. Like, there are are moments that are really good, but then, like, when you put it into a piece of an hour episode, it's like, but nothing else happened. Yeah. And I get that a lot from this show. Like, there are cool moments, Hmm. but they're just so few and far between covered in the Ferrero shell shell of shit do you reckon it's shit I don't I don't think it's shit I just think there's a lot of filler in this show there's so much filler that it just almost taints the goodness inside it I think if they just straight had a full stronger overarching story that it would be a lot better it feels as like too way too disjointed, that's and that, that's the thing. The, the best episodes, those three, the three best ones that I think are the three best ones, are overarching, and mm. the other five are all are standalone they stories. Forgettable. Well, it, it it does seem as well that season two is is going to have a overarching story because like he has a mission or goal sort of thing that he wants to set out. Where the first season is like, I had a kid, I traded in for money, I got myself some fucking sweet armor. Uh, I feel Thanks bad about giving in the kid. I got the kid. I'm going to leave him in the fucking village. Actually, here's a good way to describe it, and I think it also... It's, the first episode of Season 2 plays into this methodology as well, so I, I, won't, I won't actually spoil it, but it does this, is that it feels like I am watching a video game 
and the side and the main character keeps doing side quests. Mm. And I am watching side yeah, quests. That's really yeah, yeah. But Even the first episode of episode, but uh, they're fucking cool of, of season quests. two, <laughs> felt like a side quest. Like, and I want to know the main story. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. It's I mean, filler. Do you, uh, they, at least they're good side quests. I mean, but are they, Bill Burr? Well, all right, let's get into it. <laughs> What's wrong with Bill Burr? A lot of things. Mostly the fact that he sounds like he's eating his own face. <laughs> yes, that's, so that's Bill Burr. So for, <laughs> exactly. N- number one on my worst list, Chapter 6, The Prisoner. It was just bad with Bill Burr. <laughs> yes. I enjoyed that episode. It's because you like Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even try to act. He just bees Bill Burr. He just gets louder and more aggressive and he thinks that it's funny. And then he just keeps yelling and thinks that that's comedy. And that's the character he's playing. It's just him. There's so many peaks on the fucking to turn it down. Pretty, pretty. So he, he, pretty he's accurate. nailed down Adam Sandler and Bill Burr. Now quickly, Bill Burr and Adam Sandler having a Bill conversation. Bill Sandler. Uh, 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 nah, I got nothing. Uh. <laughs> I enjoyed that episode. I think I only have two negatives that you guys probably won't really care about, but... I enjoyed Bill Burr. In, in, inaccurate canon-wise, is that? You know what it is. Know. You know what it is about Bill Burr. <laughs> I think he's deaf because he has to yell to hear his own dialogue. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I just thought that was a bad episode. I don't think it was necessarily just Bill Burr, but he didn't uh, help. He didn't help. The high step. I thought it was cool, and it had um. Mark Boone Jr., who is in Batman Begins. He's the fat guy that Batman flips upside down who doesn't like falafel. Um, he's also in Fast and the Furious 2. And the you mean Too Fast, he do- Too Furious? He does yeah, like falafel. Oh, well, fucking the falafel he eats, guy. He eats the falafel. And then he yeah, tells it's hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> I got kids to feed. I don't like falafel. falafel. <laughs> uh, and he's the fucking guy in Sons of Anarchy. Ah, the fucking guy. Yeah. Actually, no, there is a fucking guy in Sons of Anarchy, but he's not the fucking guy. He's not the fucking guy. No, but there is a fucking guy in Sons of Anarchy. Why are you lying to me? Oh, I don't lie. I just, you know, shades of truth. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. <laughs> um, All right, what are your negatives? What are these two yeah, negatives that on. we won't agree uh, with? I don't like that they showed Jinjaran's face. Like, you know how, like, he's shot to shit inside the bar and he's like, I can't take off my helmet and IGA. It's like, oh, well, you don't no, like that? I don't, I, I, I like He's a the, very expensive actor. No, no, but what they fucking do? Like, I, I like the idea of keeping him like Judge Dredd. Like, don't see his face. Um, he could, like, what does he look like under there? Does he have a fucking mangled eye? Does he have a beard? Is he missing teeth? Like, is, is he got a big fucking nose? Like, I like the idea of you don't know what he looks like under the thing. And when you see him, it's just like, he's sweaty as fuck. And <laughs> he looks like he, he looks like he's just gone for a run. I'm like, nah, just just keep him with his helmet on. And like uh, in a lot of the shots, as uh, strategically done as well. Like when you see the Mandalorian, it looks like he's wearing like a, a skivvy thing around his face, so you can't see his jaw and all that sort of stuff like that. But then it's sort of like Michael Keaton in Batman Forever when they take his mask off and he realizes he isn't wearing the face paint. He takes his helmet off and I'm like, no, no, he's not wearing a skivvy thing to hide his fucking face. It's just his head. You know what I mean? Which is interesting. This is a negative. I just don't like that they showed the his face. Show, yeah. You just that's it? That and I don't like Moff Gideon's ship, which is the TIE fighter that wings fold. I'm like, cool, so the top the These em- are such small things, I know, duty. I know, and the important But thing the show notice, is not that like perfect. 
compared to everything else Disney has done with Star Wars, it's fucking perfect. No, but compared to the plethora of television shows in the universe that we have, just not the Star Wars universe, just the world, mm-hmm. movies, TV shows, things that oh, are that's, content. That's top three for me. Ever. Uh, for TV shows, yeah. Ever. What's one? One's Preacher. What's two? Dexter. So he likes trash TV. This is why he likes it. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> no. Well, okay. <laughs> There's got to be something else that you don't like about it. Something overarching about the entire series as opposed to a specific... Outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't think about visuals. Just think about the story, the characters, the dialogue. Just like a storytelling perspective. Think about it. No. no. Fucking hell. It's, it's like oh, there's the fake Hulk Han Solo. I don't like. I didn't like him. There was that episode. There was okay. There's one episode I don't like. The one where they, he goes to fucking Mos Eisley, goes into the cantina. There's some fucking cunt. Can't remember his name. Don't care for the actor. He's sitting in Han's spot doing the exact same fucking pose. They go and find the fucking chick in the desert. And they go and try and kill her. That episode is shit. Other than that, I liked everything else. <laughs> I love that was just like some, some overarching thing, and you point out one character that ruined an episode. <laughs> but like, he, he was doing everything fucking Han Solo did. He sat in his spot. He sat like fucking Han Solo. Like, be original. Cross your fucking legs. Wear a skivvy. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think from a it's the little things, <laughs> from a negative perspective, probably a lot of my issues with it have already been fleshed out really i think there's i feel like there's a lot of issues with this show in itself um i do still enjoy it and do still watch it um i think it's far from perfect i do hope that episode season two they focus more on the main story because there's a lot of potential here i like the main characters and i want to like i want to enjoy this show yeah that's what i and I don't want to be just blindly disliking it because it's Star Wars because I think on my first watch I enjoyed it more than I did going back and rewatching it because I went and rewatched some of it with Siobhan and on the second viewing I was like this is not as good as I remember from the first view so I guess we'll, we'll see as we move into season two uh, the only other really nitpicky thing that I did want to bring up or the uh, worst moment from the actual show itself is it looked dumb when all the Mandalorians started flying for the first time. Um, <laughs> otherwise, yeah. And the, the, I think the big broody Mandalorian was um, John Pepper as well. Was it? I think so, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. I reckon he did that just because he wanted a fucking costume. But like John, John Favreau's in like he's he's, he's in he's in yeah, things like he plays Happy Hogan in the Iron Man Avengers films. Which hmm. reminds me, I've got to watch Chef because I watched the Chef show. Chef's good. But I've got to watch Chef. Chef is good. Yeah, you should I've watch heard Chef. Really good things. I've been meaning to make shit on binging with Babish, and then it's like we've got six pounds of this. Oh, and I'm like, man, what the fuck's I a pound? I love binging with Babish. <laughs> <laughs> Three kilos. I don't know. Yeah. If only we had or, something no. at our fingertips that could literally tell us. Or a yes. third of a kilo. It's a third of a kilo. Oh, but you know when you got a fucking, you know, oh, we need uh, six pounds of oregano flakes. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, do we have oregano flakes? No. All right, I gotta go buy six pounds of oregano flakes. Like, oregano. Whatever the fuck, man. I just put <laughs> something in flakes. <laughs> oregano. <laughs> Same thing. I've never heard oregano before. No. Really? No. Oh. Oregano. Yeah. Guarantee, Shelly's going to come back saying it's fucking oregano. You say oregano. tomato, I say potato. 
Potato? <laughs> potato. <laughs> you fucking pertard. <laughs> Look, I think I'm, I'm 100% with you, Tom. I really want to like this show, but it's it just the, the annoying thing that I really find is that it should be better than it is. Everything about it should be better than it is because it has the costume, it has the acting chops theoretically there. He's a pretty good actor, the main guy. It has great visuals it has pretty good music it's just it's not cohesively coming together into a nice enjoyable package Mm. it's just so tediously meh it needs it needs to get shit together and tell a story instead of trying to just have things happen yes and I understand what you're saying. <laughs> but when you're saying it's not put together and there's no cohesive story, all I'm sitting there going, 789 doesn't have a cohesive story. This is so much better than it. I'm not comparing it to that, though. I'm comparing it to stories in general, TV shows okay. in general. I'm not trying to compare it to Star Wars. I'm just trying to compare it to shows. Yeah, okay. And in that instance, it's not as good as good shows are. What are your top three good shows? Because we know my Even now. shows that I haven't even made it all the way through, I've found a way more cohesive than this is. Breaking Bad, I know you love Breaking Bad. And it's That's pretty good. Well, it's got Bill Burr. It has Bill Burr. Yeah, well, I never got that far, <laughs> so thank God for that. Uh, Should have. I think it's season two on it. Uh, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Anyway, it's a cohesive story. It's, it's well made, and mm. that's what I'm saying, that this should be well made. It's visually well made, mm. um, and many other things are well made about it. It's just not telling a well made story. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm just I'm actually just curious about because we were in the golden. I I, I think the golden age of television has ended. To yeah, a certain it degree. ended with Game of Thrones and that awful awful ending. You could argue splash last season. Yeah. Because I mean, like, because look look at other TV shows. Like, because if we look at. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, The Wire, Mad Men, like film, uh, uh, TV shows like that, which set a standard. Yeah. This show isn't following that, which I think is to their detriment because I think we got to a point where they had mastered TV out. shows but, but with, and with, they're yeah. not doing it. With those shows as well, they're more uh, directed at adults where Mandalorian can't be solely directed at adults like a 13 year old kid watching Mad Men is going to go there's tits but it's boring Like I don't think that's the problem the problem is that those shows that really worked did a story arc across a season and and a arc across the entire show mm. an episodic arc this only really does an episodic arc it doesn't do a cohesive season arc and I'm not even really seeing a cohesive whole story arc it sort of does a it does like an episode arc with a hook to the main arc at the end of the episode arc so the rest of it doesn't feel part of it yeah and that's where those shows really worked is they actually have a three-act structure across the whole season and then across the whole show yeah whereas this is like a three-act structure episode and then that's it and then like you said they just hook into here, watch the next episode. Here, watch the next episode. Mm, yeah, sure. There we go. There we have it. Tom, um, what are your top three shows? Because Ian hasn't finished his three shows. <laughs> uh, like, to be perfectly honest with you, that that's why I looked up those ones there, because I was trying to re- remember and go through them, because top shows is not something that I really 
think of that much. Mm. I, I would don't really watch much TV. Like Breaking Bad would definitely be up there. I don't know whether I'd rate it in the, my top three. Like Breaking Bad, the start, the couple first couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, because I am vanilla as anything. Um, and I'm looking at more um, ones down this sort of vein. Um, and like, honestly, Scrubs is my favorite show ever, but that, I don't think Best it's down, yeah. down the vein of what we're looking for. I think I, did, I never actually finished it, but the first couple of seasons of Suits, I would also rate very highly. I very much enjoyed Suits. Originally, yeah, Mon's watching yeah. that, and this, I think there's a spin-off show of it as well. I think. It's another one of those shows where it started off good, and then it just went... And then one of them got married to a prince. <laughs> Yeah, it always happens. The fresh prince of wherever the fuck he's from, Buckingham. And then Ian probably would, I imagine Ian would have Stranger Things in his top one. Yeah, Stranger Things would be in my top. You love Stranger Things. Because it's it's well made. The story is well written. I think think you have a thing for Winona Ryder. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) Even looking here, I'm just like, because it's in the list of stuff that I have best tv shows of all time mm. and then, then it, it has mandalorian then below it a, a little bit further it has stranger things westworld mm. hannibal yes i don't think it's in the same ballpark yeah. of quality as but those no I, I don't think so either. yeah uh, then i think mandalorian can be uh, closely related in regards to audience viewership to stranger things because stranger things is very adult but kids can still well not kids but like the teenagers sort of thing can still sort of watch and understand what's it going on. It should be, but for some reason, Stranger Things feels way more more cohesive and just more engaging in every way. It seems like it's well written, acted like it is a quality show. Hmm. Whereas I would put The Mandalorian on par with something like The Witcher TV series, where it's like it's enjoyable to watch, but it's not as good as it should be. It's not in that, like you said, that top tier of shows. And that's where I I have faith season two of The Witcher will put it there because I think they have the learning season. So far with Mandalorian, the first episode of season two makes me feel like they're going to do more of the same because it feels the same as season one. I'll let you know when I watch it. But yeah, you'll find (laughs) out. Mm, I still crammed myself. Oh, don't get me wrong. It was cool, but still felt the same as season one. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we have it. Let us know your thoughts. Mm, are we wrong? In are our we right? listener community, tell us how much you dislike Bill Burr. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> we'll put up a poll. Do you like Bill Burr? One Carey Act means you hate Bill Burr. <laughs> I fucking hate that Carey Act thing. It's like, Wait, just, do you, just do you love still her. have yours? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Apparently people lost it. Hmm? People don't have... A lot of people <laughs> they, don't have the Carey They lost out of care? Yeah. yeah. They, don't, they don't care. <laughs> I have the care one. Yeah. But can't, you, still, re- can't you react with everything now? Or is that only in? I think if you messenger, hold them, hold them. Or is that only in Messenger? Oh, it's only in Messenger. Okay. Well, uh, I, I I still want a thumbs down. It's like Halloween Kills trailer. Thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> suicide, not suicide. It's Justice League. There was some Justice League chat today uh, throughout the week. I saw. I saw yeah, everyone shitting yeah, on. You, but you see, the thumbs down, the thumbs down would be used as a bullying tool. That's yeah, why. <laughs> that's why they won't do it. You better not hit me play siege then. <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I believe I've shaken not nerd. If you did enjoy the episode, of course, you can join our listener community on Facebook, and you can tell us if you if you bill the burr or if you burr the bill. Uh, <laughs> Compare the pair. Burn my bill right now. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm duty remembering to watch each other and watch yourself. I do play with each other and play with yourself. So I thought, you know, because this is movies and shit, watch each other, watch yourself. Yeah, you watch yourself. You're damn right. Mm. 
That's what's it. I'll be watching you. Every breath you take. Every breath you take. Every billing burr. Every billing burr. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah.